great risings to Tory listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, so, as all you know, you guys know me as a spiritualist and um, influencer and a podcaster. But there's a whole different aspect of me that um, I wanted to share with you guys in this podcast. I am also a entrepreneur. I build brands. Um, I love it. And this is a topic that I really, I really needed to express and share about what goes on behind branding, um, especially when it's a not a large corporation branding. Um, and here's a, some purge set and things I want to talk about branding. So unlike realtors, real, real, oh stores, <laughs> retail stores, brick and mortars, and such things. Um, they kind of have a leverage of having a storefront, right? When you have a brand, a brand is more of really behind the scenes and really incorporating products onto a store shelf or retail shelf um, of really proving yourself as a brand. And branding is, is something not easy. Not everybody can brand. And there's tons of people that are out there trying to brand, but they're doing it so incorrectly. And it's just not it's, it, the platform on how they are um, trying to exceed. It doesn't work when you don't have the back skills of, of branding. It will take years to just figure a simple thing out. <clears throat> there's a lot of homework and research to be done. I also offer private trainings um, to get you guys on that platform and to really commit to self-brand yourself. And it takes a lot of commitment and it takes a lot of understanding. Number one is patience um, because a brand does not be, it's not built in one day um, and it cannot succeed in just one day. Um, a brand is something that people have to get comfortable with. People have to understand, people have to relate to. So when someone thinks of the concept of, I want to put this type of product out, it's amazing. And I, I'm always about rooting people for um, putting out their brands. And I love it when people step into their creativity. Um, I'm all for it. However, what goes on behind the scene, the business aspect, the political aspect, it's not just as easy. And because it's not just as easy, it can get discouraging. And that fire and that passion of like staying committed to your brand tends to die down because the political aspect of branding can be very, very, um, I, I guess, turned off by it, you know. Um, and it can be overwhelming and it's a lot of back and forth with different companies and different requirements and regulations and certifications. And you can keep going and going. So right now, currently, I have a brand. Um, me and my fiance, we have a brand. And it's in the food and beverage industry, which is also extremely competitive when you come to think about um, competing with food and beverages. It's, uh, it's one of the most challenging um, niche to get into because, it, you know, there's always someone out there doing it. Um, so um, that doesn't mean that it's not impossible. You know, if, if you have the right product and if you have the right branding, then you can exceed in it. But it takes a lot of time, commitment, and moments that, you know, one can get discouraged. It's about reminding yourself of why you started and why you love this brand and believing in your own brand. That if someone tells you no, that that's not the end of it. 
and that's what happens um <clears throat> standing beso- behind the scene if if let's say there's there's brokers that could get you into these large corporations but then you have to pay um it's a large amount of money that you have to pay and then you have to cut a chunk of off of your brand so then um now you know share it with a, a broker which a broker is someone that goes out there and, and does the legwork for you to get accounts so your brand is in stores um they help you build your brand but from the aspect of my my point of view and what i um my niches in supporting and branding and building brands is really trying to do everything in-house because the more in-house we can get um the more we can have more in our pockets and I'm I'm all about one saving money in their pockets and really allowing their creativity work for itself and share for itself there is many outsources that can help you build your brand however you're going to be paying a lot of money which is why my private training shows you on these things that I've encountered in building our brand and, and the things that I have had to deal with and encounter that not till like years later, I came to realize like, oh my gosh, if I would have done X, Y, and Z, you know, this would have turned out this way. So, you know, that's why I felt like I had to create a training toolkit and an ebook I have um, to share that with people because, um, you know, it's not as easy as it may seem like when you see a Coca-Cola on the shelf, they get tons of accounts. You know, these are large corporations. Now I'm talking about someone that's a local batcher. I mean, they make things in batches. Um, it's totally different for them. It's a lot of legwork. It's so underestimated. It's a lot of, lot of work. And as important as local communities uh, want support for local groceries and local moms and pops and local restaurants, one thing the public doesn't talk about is supporting the local brands. And that's a bigger niche than, and it's a bigger competition than your local um, restaurants or, or grocery stores because they have a storefront and they are able to connect more the, with the community. They can have events. They can do so much more leverage to really get a popping spot, like, you know, something that people want to go, go to and, and enjoy or, you know, it's so different when it comes to supporting local businesses and then supporting local brands and in my opinion local brands are not enough they're not enough supported by the local community in the aspect of um, of what goes behind the scene and as well as local um, local restaurants and supermarkets and um, bakeries and such things they need to also support the same way they look for the support, they also need to support the local brands because they all go to hands in hand. No one's bigger or better than each other. We all need each other as a community, which is why I feel like branding is so underestimated and it's so underrated because it's not enough to talk about. And the work that's put behind a brand, I mean, you're competing with multi-million dollar companies. And the point is really of getting your brand out and really making a difference and my passion with our company um it's just the fact that when I go into the supermarket before I was in a a, a really a label reader until I met with my fiance and 
he really, really brought shed light to this of like, read your labels. And a lot of people um, don't read labels because they just pick up and just trust the brand. And because the brand can be marketed as really, really great marketing as eco-friendly and all this stuff, that necessarily does not mean that that brand is great quality. I mean, you turn around, it's marketed. When I say marketed, I'm saying like the first thing you see on the shelf, if it's like like light green and then white, you know, you kind of get like a clean feel, right? And then colors are a big aspect on branding too. And you feel like, okay, I think I could trust this, you know, or, oh, I know this, it's been around for years. But the minute you pick up that product and you read what's on the label, it's a whole different ballgame. Um, if you read what are the certificates and what if not the certificates that they do and they don't have, it makes a big difference. Um, the quality of the ingredients, it makes a big difference. So, you know, these are the type of things um, that they look for uh, on store shelves for people that actually read labels. And for those that don't read labels, that's why um, having those certificate logos makes it easier for the people that don't pick up and read labels and the eye catches the logo right away and they kind of trust that logo because it's very well known already. And that's the point of having a certificate label on it. And also the requirements. So for example, if it's um, certified organic, when you see something that says certified organic, that is because there is a whole committee that, and it's a whole process to get your product um, as a certified organic. So just because you see it's certified organic, that doesn't mean it's right away approved. It takes a few steps. It takes a whole few steps. It takes waiting. I mean, sometimes these certifications take up to a month or two to just get even cleared. So, you know, these are the type of things that when it comes to branding, people have no idea what it is to deal with branding. And that's why I'm, I'm bringing shedding light to branding that when you see a product on the shelf in your local store, in your local community, or in your big, large retail brick and mortar stores, there is so much that goes behind that one product to convince you to trust this one and not that one. And for me, for my branding, it's so important to feel like if I am there speaking passionately about food and healthy food and healthier options to the client, to the person that is picking up that bottle and saying, why should I pick this one? And, you know, start reading the label and seeing like, oh, wow, this is really good ingredients. And um, having something different on the shelf where we have more options. Um, back in the days, I feel like, in my opinion, food was so much cleaner. Food was so much lighter food was so much airy and um now it's just like filled with just stuff and even being a vegan like a lot of these vegan and whole that's a i can really go dive in deep in with with the whole vegan community and the products that are being created from large corporations making it seem like it's eco-friendly you know for example um morningstar it's owned by Kellogg's. And if you look at the ingredients in a lot of Kellogg's product, it's not the best. And I don't want to bash anyone down. And this is not to like convince, but this is just really shedding light onto branding and why it's important to really look at what brands you're purchasing from detailed 
on why because there's purpose to everything and then there's quality added to that purpose and um Hey, if you pick up a brand that has certified organic, well, why is it so expensive? Because it's certified organic. Yeah, the ingredients are expensive, but also you're, the, you're, when you're purchasing an organic product, here's, here's what I want you to know. When you are purchasing a certification organic product, right? It's basically telling your customer, saying, I, perch- I submit this to certification of X, Y, and Z to make sure that this product is trusted and it has been examined and it's been through the whole process of becoming organic. That way, um, the label says organic. And with that one process, okay, just to you, just so you, one can make the claim on their branding runs between five to six to seven even ten thousand dollars because that's just what uh, uh, annually that now that's an annual charge so when you're paying for certified organic you're actually paying for the services i i highly doubt it's not even the ingredient quality because it's not so much of a big difference i mean it is you know in a product it does add you know a few more bucks into the ingredients and depending on how much of the organic ingredient you're using but it makes a big difference it definitely makes a big difference on the you're not just paying for um you know the ingredient you're paying for that brand um certification that they have to pay annually and it's a thing then you could you can have ingredients you can have a brand that um that is not that is completely organic like let's say a brand just uses all organic ingredients because they just want to be a clean organic company right however they just refuse to pay for those certificates and funds for that and they don't apply for that certificate right but overall in the label that's why it's important to shed light that hey i'm not certified organic because i refuse to play pay six to seven to eight thousand dollars annually just so i can say it's organic even though it's organic just it's so political um but these are the type of things that goes on and so when you see a company that says their ingredient says organic well they may not just, and they don't have the logo, they may just not want to pay for that logo. And you work around with the words of what you use so you don't have to pay for that annual service, which comes out of the business. It comes out of the branding. And um, it's just kind of like, it's a whole big mix up. And that just not only goes for organic, it goes for different class, um, classification B, it goes for, um, God, Jesus, I um for for a vegan it comes out for cruelty free all these like very popular logo they all have a uh, stamp of price tags on them that you that the company that you're purchasing the brand pays for annually so if you see a product that's on the shelf and they have all these logos i'm pretty sure that they're paying a lot of money um annually to keep that logo so, you know, that's, that's some of the certification issues that, you know, one can face. Because not everybody's wanting to pay all that money. Especially if you're starting. If you have an investor, 
you know, that's a good way to go ahead and add that onto your budgeting. But anyways, I just really wanted to touch base on just some of the brandings. If you guys have more information, want more information or dive in more deep details, um, branding or even brand yourself. So you have an idea and you're like, I don't know where to start. Reach me at Ann Lopez1987. Actually, no, you could do satoriartdecor at gmail.com. Send me an email there. Um, I would love to connect with you guys. Um, branding is amazing. It's such a beautiful journey. It's like a baby. Um, and, you know, it's it's amazing to just have that and, you know, do your own thing. We're living in times where things are evolution and things are rising. And there's so much, there's so much space for growth that it's unlimited. The thing is that you got to put in the time. You got to put in the work. You got to be patient very patient with the process because it's it's possible you know there's easier ways out but the process the longer it will take process because the whole you know you want this type of leverage you're gonna have to pay for this type of leverage so there, there's always some type of um you know tic-tac type of deal that you give and you receive type of like well this is this is what branding's about but i love branding I love the concept. I love the principle. I love the platform of branding. I love the challenge that branding has because everybody's not built for branding. Everybody is not built for branding. And this is a whole different types of creativity that one must have implanted in their soul because it it can be very challenging and very discouraging on how to really branch out. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of research. Um, it's not impossible. It seems like it's something impossible to do. But, <clears throat> you know, it's it's definitely something very um, detailed. And um, I just can't express of how much depth and, and how much, you know, time you got to put into branding. It's a lot. I have friends that do branding and I know people that do branding and people that you know wanted to start their branding and it's it's challenging i could see where they just like kind of leave off and just kind of be in the air because it's just a lot um but that doesn't mean you give up so you know this is shedding some light into branding and how important it is to be aware of your brands that you're purchasing from i know people get tend to get used to of different you know the same product they go into the same store they grab the same thing you know without even looking at other brands but there's so much out there um and i really wanted to shed light into branding because it's so underrated and it's so underestimated where it comes from so i know this topic is a little bit different this time but i know a lot of people will definitely um learn something from this podcast and uh thank you guys so much and at the end of the day do it because your soul deserves it soul deserves it release yourself free yourself and create your own creativity it's about tapping into your solar chakra and your sacral chakra and your root chakra in order to create something you truly believe and empowering yourself with your brand with creating because that's what's all about taking your power and just exploding with so many infinite different creativities that you can do 
Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you guys so much. And thank you for rocking with me all these years. Um, I love this platform. And yeah, till next time, if you have any questions, send me a message, a DM, um, and all that good stuff. Take care, guys.